Hey everyone, I'm Sabaria. And I'm Nadi. Welcome to our podcast. We are your Wealth Strategies Duo. We are here to solve and help you discover your day-to-day financial doubts. Stick around for real conversations, real strategies from everyday people and practitioners who matter. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What the Money the Podcast. Today, we will be talking about digital marketing and how it affects you and I. In a world where over 170 million people use social media on a regular basis, we expected to be familiar with digital marketing. Am I right, Sab? To my simple understanding, digital marketing is a promotion of products over the internet or any form of electronic media. Without further ado, let's invite our guest today. She's someone who actually had a major involvement in the growth of Wealth Strategies Duo. As Mama always say, give credit when due. We are not where we are today without her guidance, her nurturing, her pressurizing, her molding. Forever reminding us to be Beyonce. <laughs> None other than the digital guru herself, Bella Haja. Yay! <laughs> Hello, Bella. I so like nice that. to have you with us today. <laughs> Wow, I like that. Uh, that is that is so sticky, the whole Beyonce thing. I, and I think I made that into a mantra, you know. And I think you guys are both absolute wonderful Beyonce, Asian Beyonce. Eh? Can I say that? Well, strategies duo. Uh-uh. <laughs> thanks to you. Thanks to you. I mean, let's stick with us too, eh, Nadi. The, let's be Beyonce. She can yeah. sing, she can dance, she can even act. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, thank you so it's, much. It's really, me. truly nice to have you today, Bella. Aww, yep. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Uh, and for those who are listening, I'm actually looking at them. I'm so excited. I'm seeing you smiling. Congratulations on the show, honestly. And I can't wait to actually, you know, see the growth that you both have. Yeah. We're actually very nervous. If the listeners can look at us now. <laughs> I think I'm perspiring inside yes. my tudong. Yeah, it's like we have our teacher here with us. Yeah, so Bella, would you like to share a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are? I mean, the name Bella Haja, it's wow. This is the first time I'm going to share this right uh, publicly. My full name is actually Nabella Abdul Ghani. Wow, FYI, right? And so when I was very, very young, uh, back in the day when my mom had me in her tummy, there was Beauty and the Beast. And then my apparently my mom's best friend kept calling that baby in the tummy, Bell, 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 Bell. Uh, and then my mom said, you know what? This is going to stick. Like, I really like this Bell character and all that kind of thing. And then it's just, you know, it's really, really stuck. And then, of course, eventually, I mean, my, my primary school friends growing up and things like that, they would call me by my full name, Nabella. So if anybody calls me by my full name, Nabella, I know you're from my primary school childhood, you know, childhood uh, lifetime, yeah? Uh, if you call me by Bella, you're probably from my secondary school during my A-level days. And if you call me Belle, then that's probably in my uni days. So that, that name kind of stuck. And then I met my husband who carries the name Kaja. Uh, and Kaja is surname actually. So for marketing purposes, I thought, you know what? If I'm going to call myself uh, my, my full name in uh, Nabella Abdul Ghani and turn it into an acronym, yes, and uh, it's going to be N-A-G. 
and there's nothing <laughs> there is nothing <laughs> fashionable nothing, yeah. nothing fashionable about neck okay there's nothing well, fashionable about that <laughs> <laughs> so uh eventually i thought you know what drop the na you know do the b do the k bk balakaja you know i, I kind of start so that's that's like the informal introduction of me but of course i think a lot of people know me as a digital marketer slash trainer slash expert what you might call it uh, nowadays and so what i do nowadays is I try to help women like you, right? Um, and as much as, and I, I have to say this here, as much as people think that I have helped so many entrepreneurs out there like you both, actually the truth is I go to sleep at night and I think about all the moments that I have with you and I think about all the things and the advice you have given me in terms of my financial and things like that and I go to sleep feeling like confident that, you know, like uh, you are going to impact so many more people out there. So I think I've learned so much from you. So yeah. Wow. But Bella, actually right, I think NAG will match you. Because you take us a lot. Sorry. This is, this is going to be a very difficult podcast to keep my straight face on. But yes, I thought so too. Neg, eh? So, I mean, the whole so, yeah. time, the whole time Bella yeah. was talking, I was just smiling. It's like, oh my God. It's like, I've been stalking her for the longest time and I finally met her in person. And... You know, it's like, you know, what I love so much about you is your abundance mindset. Aww. It's not something that's easy to adopt, but I think that's your strength. Aww. And we are so grateful to you for that. As I am, as I am. And I think abundance mindset, just to continue from there, um, it's so rare, though, honestly, and we have to talk about this, right, openly, and I'm going to make this very gendered. It's so rare that when women say we will collaborate over com- competition and things like that, they don't really mean it. And I've seen this myself, right? They like to use it as a hashtag. They use it in their uh, caption, collaboration over competition and things like that. But when it comes to truly having that abundance mindset to think of other women like, um, you know, you're not a competition to that person. That is very rare. But that is why when I see the both of you, you are the first student, right, to come together as a as a team, right, as a team. And I never had that. I've never had that. Women do this for themselves, but you guys are doing it together. And I thought that that's really something very special. Truly, the both of you are collaborating instead of competing. Yeah. So we are the pioneer, is it? Yeah, pioneer <laughs> lah. <laughs> okay, uh, honestly, we can't we can't live without each other, definitely. <laughs> yes, we always argue. It has with come each to other. the point. <laughs> <laughs> we we just had a small fight just now, but oh, okay, small, just made up. <laughs> it was just a tease, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that yeah. happens in partnerships, so yeah, that's normal, yeah. Alright, so actually, uh, Bella, when Sub approached me, actually, I've been stalking you for a few years, but I wasn't motivated to actually attend your course until Sub came to me and she persuaded and pushed me to attend. And I would like to share with everybody, it's my best three months of 2021 this year. And I'm not lying. Alright, we had the most wonderful three months with you during coaching and we learned so much about digital marketing, which I thought earlier I know everything. Alright, so Bella, share with us where is digital marketing headed to for businesses and how important is digital marketing for businesses in the future? Yeah, I had the most wonderful time with the both of you, Nadi and Sabaria, honestly. This is a very interesting uh, period because you guys came when, you know, it's COVID period, you know, we met and we are doing this online, you know, digitally and things like that. So I really appreciate your dedication for the whole 12 weeks, the whole nine yards, right? And then when we came together, you know, we really started to talk about the industry, your industry, 
we talked about limitations of your industry when it comes to digital marketing. And so I think uh, from my prediction, and I always get it right, and it's so insanely weird that I, whatever I predict, eh, nanti mulut masa nanti jadi tau. So like, so I really feel that like when it comes to digital marketing, I think content creation, video marketing is definitely going to make a big, big comeback again. Content creators are going on live a lot, lot more. I mean, people are selling, yeah, but there are things like Facebook stars, things like that, where people are earning on platforms. That's really going to make a really huge incentive for content creators. I really think that podcasting is what you're doing right now, even though, you know, the whole of Asia, if you're comparing this to like the, our Western counterparts, we are a little bit late into this, but uh, still, there's always room for podcasters and content creators to come up and I can predict that. And But you know what's a surprising thing? I think a lot of personal branding that's going to come from non-millennial content creators. What I mean by this is that mature business owners or mature female are, are really going to leverage on digital marketing because they already have that pool of experience. They just have to create a website. They just have to you know, jump on board on LinkedIn. I've already seen that happening. So I think mature uh, mature business owners uh, and female content creators are re- really, really going to leverage digital marketing many, many ways. Yeah. I think with the experience and then the need to put themselves digitally, I think, yeah, they can definitely elevate themselves. Yeah. You should be surprised, you know. LinkedIn right now is like the de facto Facebook, you know. Like, much everyone is going on LinkedIn and sharing as though they are... Sh- this, And these are people in their... 14, every single nuances that's happening to them uh, professionally, they will update as though it is Instagram and they will get the likes, they will get the shares and I'm like, what? That guy just shared how he washed his car and he gets like 50 likes. It's crazy. So, and I think that currency of sharing actually much more fluid now. Content creators, I mean, at any age are leveraging on social media. So yeah, don't forget your LinkedIn and your TikTok. Nadi, Nadi want to be the new TikToker. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Sub is not. Sub is a mature. Mature. So I'll stick to LinkedIn. Yes. And we just we just actually earlier on we just learned about LinkedIn and how nice. they actually benefit our business. So yeah, I think yeah. you have a point there. But yeah. uh, Bella, what about business owners who don't actually believe in digital marketing? For example, you know the Mama Store. Machi selling Apo Apo. Yeah. You think they will lose out a lot on their businesses and will their business fail if they do not move towards digital marketing? That's a very good question, Sabaria. Thank you so much for that. Because honestly, in this COVID period and things like that, I mean, even if it's a mature business who has leverage on digital marketing, still close its shop. So I think COVID has affected everyone in the food chain everyone in the chain and then it's just a matter of like if you actually have and did leverage on that online platform even if it means um, you know putting your store on grab and things like that i mean you are definitely going to do a lot better than those who do not however i would say this for those who are thinking about digital marketing no matter how small the business is it is as simple as opening up a facebook page a facebook instagram account and just get started it is not that difficult now, I think the challenge, and to answer your question, what happens to the machi or the mama stall or who don't have that, honestly, referrals, right? What about marketing, brick and mortar store, right after you're done, you know, by the MRT station, you walk past the shop. I mean, like, that's the positive thing about a brick and mortar shop. So I think, you know, business still can thrive, but it is a challenging time. So why not leverage? 
Wow, okay. So, means the makcik selling epo-epo and mama shop can still survive lah, right, Bella? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, call me. <laughs> through through call traditional Bella. marketing eh. <laughs> okay, so we are still in COVID, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's been two years and yeah. COVID has been very challenging. But at the same time, I've seen businesses expand. Yeah. Right, I see some businesses, wow, they open 10 more outlets. Yeah. Yeah, so during yeah. this COVID period, right, was your business affected and how did you overcome it? Yeah, yeah. I would lie to you if I said that my business wasn't affected. Two years ago, when it was so, this is such a personal story. I was actually, and I, my, my business is very big on events, right? So we were actually in Malaysia doing our very last event for the year, right? And that event was supposed to be a culmination of me going to a ma- major, major hotel to actually run a whole big weekend seminar. And that didn't happen because COVID happened. So we did a teaser and then it was supposed to culminate. I did a deposit into that hotel and things like that. And all of that just burned, right? And so there's a lot of unpredictability. Number one, I had a very big team and now I'm going absolutely lean. You know, I had had to let a lot of people go for the benefit of, you know, for the mental health, emotional. And then, of course, fiscally, it did not make sense. So I realized, you know, making those changes was very important, even though it's so, so hard. You know, when you're a founder, to be very honest, a lot of people just want you to fix it. People expect you to get it right. But the truth is we are struggling every night, every day. And that is something that a lot of women in business don't really get to express themselves, right? So my business, Nimble, definitely challenged. However... Um, I think that two years has is long enough to tell me it's an indicator on what is it that I am good at and what is it that our strength is as an agency and things like that. So I realized that this year, inshallah, and hopefully it will be a lot better for the training wing, the training business. Uh, hopefully in the pipeline, everything is going to be on digital. So I'm really excited for that. So that's how I feel. Okay, Bella, it's it's pretty true what you say about being a female business woman that you need to always look Perfect. Look like you have it all together. But I mean, in reality, it's it's actually emotional baggage yeah. and things yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah. I think it's nice that you're actually mentioning it out because yeah. I think not everyone is actually daring enough to see it yeah. out because they want to look all right. Yeah, yeah. And this is exactly how and why the three of us resonate, right? Because we came from a space where, you know, we ourselves went through a lot of challenges. And then that's how I resonated with the both of you. You resonated with me. And then we go like, you know what? Who is taking care of the leaders? Like we are taking care of so many people. Then who's taking care of us? And that's why that's the unfair treatment that most business owners, especially female business owners, we are getting because um, there's not many like-minded people who would actually talk about failures. Everybody wants to talk about success, but then nobody wants to talk about the emotional stress of COVID. Correct, correct. A lot of people also, they will just see your end journey, but they don't see the struggle that you go through. So they will say, oh yeah, Bella made it because her family is rich, example. Oh, because she got a strong support system. Like for us, we are not celebrities, we're not influencers. So there's always negative vibes. But I think we should learn how to block it and push forward like what you always do us. And, and remember what I told you guys about the metaphor about the iceberg? Uh, and like, don't know the iceberg, everybody sees only the top. But yes. then everything at the bottom, nobody sees correct, or even acknowledge it. Correct, and correct. that big climb, that massive climb to get there is so, so difficult for a female in business. And that is why I love this coaching program with the both of you because you've become my friend. Yeah. Yep. 
I hope I'm your friend, huh, Sabaria. <laughs> Be glad that you count on us as friends. I think I have to add to that, Bella, because I yeah. mean the part of the iceberg. Let's talk about motherhood yeah. in simple words. I mean, usually yeah. a check on mothers yeah. at the end of the day when their children are sleeping. That's when the mother really feel 100% themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's what Nadia always do. After 10, she always, like, you know, text me and talk to me and everything because I think that's the time where the mother really like, okay, I finally belong to myself. Yeah. yeah similarly to businesswomen and, I mean, businesses generally. Yeah, 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 and I agree. So hats off to all the mothers who are entrepreneurs. No business is too small. Every female-founded idea, business is an honorable thing. So don't think that you're alone because we have Nadia and Sabaria here who's there to encourage you to move on. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Bella, so again, yeah. is digital marketing important only for businesses or does it apply to everyone? All right. I love this question. So when you told me, when you asked me this question, and then I feel like um, I have to tell you the story of how my man Ustaza Ngaji, super boomer, never opened a Zoom before and things like that. And then my mother-in-law as well, who decided for herself that she wants to go online and learn PowerPoint and things like that. So it's not about digital marketing per se, but I think it's about being digitally tech savvy no matter what your age is, you know. Uh, and has off again to my mom, who is a lifelong learner. Uh, and I remember she was literally crying because she could not connect to her students, right, anymore. You know, like uh, when she was, you know, doing the Quran and all that kind of thing. She said, I cannot do this over Zoom. It's not the same anymore. And so I really feel that being digitally tech savvy, no matter what your service, no matter what your business is all about, I think it's really important. Even if it means that you know how to open your WhatsApp and click the video icon and to that when we are tech savvy in today's context not about being disconnected even though everyone complains about you know a lot of screen time but i think it actually giving us an opportunity to even be more connected so it's just a matter of you know understanding this purpose so for my mom you know i told her tak faham zoom open your whatsapp video call call the student talk to them and get a selfie standy whatever you need that would actually give her and make her more tech savvy True. Yeah, true, true. So it's like now the elder generation, like from my experience, like even my mom, she wasn't using a smartphone before this. So wow. I taught her how to use WhatsApp and she, she oh. automatically know how to use YouTube. So yeah. now whenever I want to ask her to cook for me something which she haven't learned, she will tell me, oh, okay, uh, let me watch on YouTube or she will oh. say, oh, I'll Google it. Oh my like, God. And she's in the Mashallah. 60s, eh? She's in the Mashallah. 60s. Yeah, yeah, I'm, my mom. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. I cannot shout out to Nadis and mom and Savaria's mom. Good job. Good job, ma'am. Good job. My yeah. mom actually used her skill future to attend a how to use your handphone wow. course. Wow. It was so funny because she was wow. like, you know, she she only know how to WhatsApp, but she do not know the function of her phone. So she actually went for a course to fully utilize her Samsung phone. I thought it was funny. And she even had tests for that. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. Wow. Salute wow. to wow. our our boomers, mothers, yeah, to mommy boomers, yeah. And that's why I I really appreciate this conversation. I love this topic. So today is not so much about digital marketing, but I think the aspects of tech, um, and tech is everywhere, right? So I think this is a reminder for all of us that anything is possible if you are resourceful and you want to learn and you are a lifelong learner. Yeah. Agree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, can I actually secretly say I don't quite like it that my mom is tech savvy now because she WhatsApp me every now and then. 
my god, okay. Every, and then she would just was at me. Oh, she even forward me TikTok videos, guys. <laughs> she's practicing. She's practicing and she need you to be She her used to just dummy. call me. Yeah, no, she would just wow. WhatsApp me every Masha other Allah. hour while I'm at work, okay? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> cool, cool. So I have a cool. stalker there. Okay, Bella, let's talk about money. Yeah, right? Something that I okay. love the most. Yeah. <laughs> money, okay, money, yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tell, us, tell us something uh, that people like us should know where is digital headed to. Okay, I, I can tell you honestly as a consumer, yeah. right? Yeah. I, like recently, uh, my rice cooker broke down. Yeah. At home. So yeah. I went I went into one of the retail shop. I looked yeah. for the rice cooker. Uh, for which one I want. So I look I, ch- I check out the price. But you know what instantly did I do? I yeah. took out my phone and I check yeah. out online how much it costs. <laughs> because we have this uh, mindset that online will be cheaper compared to retail. We will compare. And then yeah. immediately I didn't buy from that retail shop. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to physically feel how it is. And I actually bought online because it's cheaper and there's free delivery. Mm. Right? I, I really feel bad for the retail shop. But <laughs> whoever is cheaper, I'll go for it last. So if consumer don't move online, what do you think they are losing out? Okay, so just, this is a, again as a question that is there's a dependency here, right? Is the brick and mortar, is the whole COVID thing, is the whole going to the crowd place, crowded places. I can tell you another personal story. Last week, I was at Lucky Plaza after many, 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 many months, right, of not going out to sit down and dine. And I literally had an anxiety. I was like, Dala, I went for you know, quarantine and then there's so many people here and then people are sitting down and people are eating. I was like, Pa'andot, actually. I love the food. And I was just thinking and just looking around. I mean, the crowd is still there. People are still going to bring a motor. People are still consuming shopping the same way they have had done that before. But I can tell you that there, there's also a growing number of people who are just doing this purely online. And and for me, principally, right, principally, if I if it's unnecessary for me to go out there to dine and things like that, I will not. In fact, I have changed so much in terms of the way I consume and even do shopping. I mean, like I've started online shopping, I mean, in our 20s, right? In our 20s, I used to shop through Tumblr.com, literally a blog, right? Uh, so like I was definitely, as a digital native, we definitely am so used to paying things with PayPal and things like that. To comment on what you just said about comparing prices and, and to be fiscally aware of what you have and what you don't have, uh, to be fiscally aware of spending not more than what you can afford, I am absolutely for that because I want to say that I married someone, but I don't know what he's going to hear this, but um, you know, like everything is going to be accountable for like, uh, and it's very important, right? We can, we spend, but like, we need to make sure that like, we're not spending too much. We're not spending, uh, if there is a deal and Siraj and I love deals. That is why even our home TV and you know this, right? We got ourselves a prism. Because it doesn't make sense to go and buy a, a four thousand uh, dollar television when I can have it for six hundred dollars. So I am into deals. So that is why they I love things. both of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high five! Yeah, high five! Right? I mean, there are things we invest in, right? And there are things that really there's not much needed to invest. So I don't think investing in a four thousand dollar television makes sense. I buy a prism, so I'm into deals. Actually, I mean, let me share my own personal experience. I. Yeah. I am actually a physical shopper. I am not so much of an online we know shopper. That. <laughs> <laughs> I am the, the mark chick. Yeah? So, to feel so, and touch everything. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, okay. Because especially shoes. So recently yeah. I bought a shoe and I bought in my size. But when it came, it was it was like, it was tight. 
So I, I, I mean, and online purchases, you cannot return and all that, yada, yada. So I actually yeah. went to the store and the store had a 15% discount for passion card member. Wow. I'm like, oh, like, wow. Like, we wow. all do not know this because we all are Lazada, Shopee people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean, it's like, my child, so it's like, it got me thinking, actually, it's like, you know, I think the physical shops do need our support also. Yes, 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 yes. So I think it's, it's like a holistic perspective of everything, right? Do what is great for you, but also be financially aware of every single dollar that goes out. Because uh, for me as a business owner, we, we take a lot of risk in our creative work in hopes that we will be, be supported, people will buy from us and things like that. So money for us is like, you know, sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't, you know, sometimes you get lesser and things like that. So for me as a non-employee, right, uh, and someone who's self-employed, it's very different. You got to hustle to get the moolah, they call it, right? So for me to answer all the questions about, you know, how I balance it all, I think you just have to be fiscally aware. Mm. And you have to be fiscally sound, actually. Yeah. like the sound of that. <laughs> Right? <laughs> you sound like one of us, Nadi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should join, eh? Not the wealth yeah. strategist uh, trio. Trio. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll be too pressured. No, no, no. You're not welcome. Well, yeah, I cannot, cannot. Okay, okay. Cannot, okay, okay. Beyonce yet. <laughs> then from there can be Beyonce. Then can truly be Destiny's Child. Lah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I think this is what most of most of us had in mind. Like, you know, for us to go into digital marketing, for a business to go into digital marketing, what is the cost involved, That yeah. uh, the cost that they need to prepare? Like, if I have $50, can I still start doing digital marketing for my business? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I love this question, honestly, because if you ask me how to best spend 50 bucks, I would tell you to keep that 50 bucks and then, do self-studying right i mean there are a lot of teachers out there a lot of gurus out there youtube is your professor right youtube is your university you can learn a lot of things for free and then when you are ready right that 50 dollars go buy yourself a domain right so what is a domain uh, a domain is basically like your .com your address and things like that so probably a fort rental um, no problem get a virtual office so that means that you know you're going to pay ten dollars that month for a virtual address that's going to help you out with your Google My Business. This is assuming that this is a service provider that we are talking about, right? And so, you got 40 bucks left. So, that $40, if you go to Vodian.com, you're going to spend, you know, like, if you're going to go to uh, register your business as a .com, that's just going to cost you $21. So, now you're left with $19 to spend. <laughs> Best answer, Aini. <laughs> Budgeting done right. <laughs> Budgeting done right. Because I learned from Sabari, I very pressured this question. So now, now, right, this is completely a starter right now. You have 19 bucks left. What the heck do you do with $19, right? So you got a domain. You got some virtual form of address. So you got $19 left. I'll keep it because then I'll start a social media account for absolutely free. I turn it into a professional account. And then I use my last $19 to actually learn how to do a boosted post. So if you want to learn more about how to do a booster pro properly, then of course, uh, you got to learn it from me or and all things, things like that. But you got to learn that. it from the best. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all of that, Sabaria and Nat, it took $50. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'm Very. trying to actually recap what you taught us as you tell us this. <laughs> 
basically what i'm trying to say it is so low cost it is next to nothing you just show up on social media every single day you you hustle you engage the community you talk to people you meet sabaria and nadi right you 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 ask them can i appear on your show is literally next to nothing right uh but it is the organic effort that is really going to get you very very far because i did all the literally knocking on the doors of people and ask hi i'm bella and um, i am an agency owner nimble is a uh, blah 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 literally knocking on hundreds of doors before i got here So, yeah. Ah, I also did that, Bella. Yeah, high five. Yes, yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to our final question, Bella. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> final question. Oh, oh, so <laughs> shouldn't we shouldn't say that? Okay? <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay, okay. So, so Bella, what would your advice be for startups financially? Very good question. Now this then uh comes to the level of like should I start an LLP, sole proprietor, register as a private limited? In fact, Nadia and Sam, we were we were having this conversation as well, right? We were having this very deep conversation as a startup. What should you do? My advice to what I would say to everyone as what I've told Sabaria and Nadi get the registration right. You don't want to make a mistake where you know you know that it's going to happen but it might not happen now. I'm just going to say, you know what, starting on a private limited, knowing that you've done all the homework is the best move you can ever ever do for your business, right? And then of course is to make sure that you have that what we call brand positioning. Look, I am no different from any other guru or supposed thought leader or supposed teacher educator out there who does digital marketing. But the difference between me and a lot of other people out there is right off the bat, back in 2016, I knew that marketing was everything. I knew that brand positioning was very important because today I sell Epo Epo and I sell it for $3.50. Sabaria sells Epo Epo. How much you want to sell Sabaria? See, see, she might sell it for five bucks, man, right? Five dollars, right? So you see, get your branding right as a startup. That is you, you know, pacing out your long-term strategy as you go along. So that is what I would like to advise to every women out there, or men who's listening and who wants to actually kickstart their business. Get your branding right. Wow, thank you so much, Bella. I, I think it, I feel that like I'm at a lesson instead of recording a podcast with you today. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Can you see my mouth in awe? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm trying so to much recall. To digest. <laughs> Sorry, I hope I didn't move still away from the agenda, but I really enjoyed myself today. I miss you guys and I hope that You know, as much as you are learning from me or I'm sharing, I have learned so much from you. I mean, the wealth strategies duo and what you're doing with what the money. I mean, tell me, what are your plans for what the money? Who's after me as a guest? Yeah. Who's after? Jeng Jeng Jeng. The surprise. Jeng Jeng. Surprise. Okay, the surprise, everyone. You gotta tune in. <laughs> she's she's someone you know, but we nice. shall not tell you. Ooh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. I look forward to that. So yeah, thank you so much, Nat and Sabaria. Thank you, Bella. I think all all of us learned that it's so important to be part of this digital movement, and we need to move with the flow. Yeah. Right, and we need to embrace technology, embrace digital marketing, and embrace everything digital. No more traditional, okay, sir? Tak ada buat flyer, eh? Tak ada flyer lagi. Have so much to learn digitally, definitely. 
Okay, so any for anyone out there looking for someone to guide you seriously, honestly, I would recommend Bella because it took so long to persuade me to go to Bella, but eventually, I fell for it. <laughs> and it uh, is like I said, it's my best three months of 2021, oh. and I'm not denying it. Yeah, oh. so you can follow Bella. Uh, Bella, what's your IG oh, handle? Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so. Of course, um, I would like to take this opportunity to thank everybody who just tuned in. Please visit bellakaja.com to hear of my mission and my vision and why I do what I do. I'll be talking about, you know, what the money as well on my platform on bellakaja.com. And of course, you can find me on Instagram. If not, there's always nimble.sg. Yay! Thank you for listening to What the Money, the podcast. What See the you money? Next week. Thank, thank you so you much, Bella. Love you.